Hello and welcome to another episode of Firsties. I'm Ross. I'm Reba. And this week uh, we're covering the episode Homecoming, uh, which is a Charlie episode. Yes. And the episode where Claire, like, she came back last week, right. but really but this it is... was her homecoming. I understand that, but, uh-huh. you know. Maybe yeah. the episode makes sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Kind of an unusual title, I guess, because usually the, the title uh-huh. itself relates to whoever's flashback it is, or whoever, right. whichever character that is. And there's definitely not a homecoming for Charlie in this episode. Right. It's flashback. It's so. referring to Claire. Yeah. And, and really, Which, like... So the episode is called Homecoming, and given the past like episode titles uh, focusing on the flashback, it was all, it only stood to reason that it was a Claire episode because Claire came back. Yeah. So they threw me off. Yeah, and really, like I, I just grouped everything we had. Uh, for the central plot line into both Charlie and Claire for this week. Yeah. Because it really is, it, it's it's a Claire's story through the eyes of Charlie. Mm-hmm. It's much, so just overall, what do you feel, how do you feel about this episode? Did you? I always love Charlie and Claire episodes. Uh-huh. So you love this one. Yes. Good. Yeah, I, I like it. I like that we're getting more movement on island, mm-hmm. but it, it's simultaneously like, you know, a fairly big episode for that and kind of a step back or two because right. now Ethan's dead and that whole lead is just yeah. gone. Spoiler alert. Yeah, well, uh. <laughs> I don't know why you'd listen to this one uh. without having some idea. <laughs> yeah, um, but, you know, I love, it made me love the use of the flashback yeah. more. Okay. Um, just because the... the uh, impetus for a character acting the way they do is all it's always waiting until the last moment like a flashback of the flashback yeah. for you to know okay well this is why this character is acting this way this this episode yeah and um so the entire flashback i was like this is stupid and disjointed and right. I don't understand. Right, it's all about it's his... It's homecoming, there's, there's nothing that goes with this. It's all about his drug addiction, it seems, and it's like, well, he's not having problems and, with that and this yeah, episode. It's like, but... oh, well, shit, like, is he gonna find, like, some random opium plant and get back into <laughs> heroin? Uh-huh. Like, that, you know, and so then it wasn't until the end of the flashback that we find out that he's... A, the reason he's acting the way he is with Claire all episode is he wants to prove that he can protect somebody. Yeah. Protect and, them, take care of them. Yeah. Um, so should we talk about the flashback a little bit? Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about the flashback. In general, so, you know, it's it takes place kind of in between, maybe completely after his last flashback. It's after no. Drive Shafts. I don't think it was... Because um, the last one, I think the last flashback, or the last part of it you saw was him going to see his brother... Right, so, the last flashback was his brother, but I thought the kid was older. Yeah, I think you're right. So it takes place before that last part, but After. in the middle of his... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's he's really badly addicted to drugs, and uh, he's started dating rich women just to steal their stuff, and then yeah. give it to his friend to sell. But this rich woman, he really likes her. Yeah, and she she's a likable, sympathetic person in it, yeah. too. Her and her father are like... Kind of so, almost over the top in how supportive they are to Charlie. Right. They're, I mean, you know, the dad has that 
um, that he used to be in a band, even though they sucked, and yeah, you know, and then um, he appreciates rock musicians. Yeah, and Charlie, um, Charlie kind of goes a little, little dark, a little deep on that, in yeah. that dinner. Yeah, that he uh, kind of endears himself to the dad yeah. in that way. He opens up a lot more than he probably should for their plan. <laughs> right. And which, which you know, kind of shows he really was starting to care about this woman yeah. and really did want to make her. Well, and taking the job too, like that's the one thing she doesn't understand. Even yeah. after realizing that Charlie was playing her the whole time and trying to steal yeah. from her, like she doesn't get why he took the job, and it's because he did kind of abandon his plan. Right. He, he was and, gonna be a legit guy, but. You know, yeah. drugs. <laughs> and, you know, he couldn't... I understand that he couldn't really reveal that to her after the fact because he did end up stealing the, the mm-hmm. Churchill cigarette case. Well, that, he does answer, though, and he well, says that he wanted to protect her. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's a little late for that. You know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, his uh, his sales pitch goes horribly wrong. His oh, withdrawal. He, yeah. It's not all him. If he had been of his own mind, he, he would have yeah. He would have nailed it. Yeah, he would have been okay. He, he would have been Charlie. He would have stuck around and been a salesman. Yeah. But no. Sad. But, yeah, so her, uh, her you'll never take care of anybody, like Was. you mentioned, is what kind of leads into this episode, mm-hmm. where... Claire's back. Uh, she doesn't remember anything, which... Yeah. I, I, I'm always... I, I don't really like amnesia subplots very much. <laughs> they yeah. come up in so many things, and it always feels like... Like, okay, if... It's if, a, well, if the audience is with the character with amnesia so that they have the same amount of information as them, then mm-hmm. it can be compelling, because it's, you know, like... It, it's almost like an in-media res type opening, except yeah. you and the character are still on the same page, but... Whenever they do this, it's always frustrating because it's like, okay, well, she could tell us information about yeah. the others, but we don't want that, and so she has selective amnesia, right? Which the show even kind of calls out as being like not yeah. something that really happens regularly, right? But uh, yeah, so so she's got amnesia. Charlie wants to protect her, and Ethan's mm-hmm. back because. We still don't know how Claire got away or what happened. Right. Presumably, they didn't let her go because Ethan came wants back. Her. Right. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Threatens Charlie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Charlie's Charlie's all about helping Claire. Gives her a diary, hoping that'll jog some memories. Especially since now he knows that she wrote nice things about him in it. Right. <laughs> yeah. That'll help. But uh, <laughs> he has a very simple idea of what's going down here. Uh, it's just. Ethan's the bad guy. Claire's the girl he has to protect. Like, he even calls Ethan just the bad guy. Yeah. And he describes who it yeah. is. And they're the good guys. They have to They have to stop him. <laughs> right. So Ethan, yeah, he attacks Charlie. He tells him they're going to kill someone um, every day until yeah. they get Claire back. Right. And says he'll save Charlie for last. Yeah, so he has so to they, watch everyone die. Yeah. You know, your standard villain threat... <laughs> right. Murder everyone and make them feel guilty at the same time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. In theory, like in most most episodic television, or just narrative in general, when this thing happens, that then becomes kind of the internal conflict of it, right? Like whether to turn this one person in to save everyone else or whether to protect them. Right. But here it's not really. Like, Charlie is yeah. pretty, pretty much, like, that's not 
That right. turning he over cares, Claire's out of the question. Right. He like, cares so much about Claire that he's like, nah, screw you guys. Yeah. Like, we're, we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Locke seems to sort of consider it. Like, yeah. Jack seems... Like, Jack wouldn't do it. Uh, yeah. But, like, Locke's kind of like, this guy's pretty strong. Like, we can't just kind of go right. at him. Maybe... Um, but he is... He does... Um, yeah, like, once Charlie kind of shuts him down, he does... Like just go ahead with like setting up sentries and trying to protect. Yeah, yeah, he does. The, the survivors. So. Mm-hmm. And you know, deciding that if they are going to go after Ethan, you know they, uh, they they need the guns. Right, they need the protection. Which you know. made whatever the case may be a relevant episode. In I know. The series. That's, I believe. Let's see. Hold on. Let me get. Um, <laughs> Kate suggests using the guns they found in her useless episode. <laughs> yes. That was my quote. That, that was that the was, way you saw that, that. Yes. But again, like, Kate hasn't been that awful for a few weeks. Now. I know, she hasn't. It's she, been really nice. Yeah. And, and here... Way she, to go, Kate. Way to go. <laughs> here she argues with Jack, because Jack doesn't want to use the guns. Yeah. And she says, she wants to give them out, and Jack's like, well, we can't just hand them out to people, because then we have a bunch of people shooting who aren't trained. And Jack's but, right about that, but then they give the guns to people who know what they're doing. Exactly, sort of. exactly. Although, and then I have to question some of Jack's decisions with the yes. guns. Like, uh, so he, first of all, he he gives one to Locke, which right. Locke well, doesn't totally seem on. Like, yeah, he's the hunter, so Jack well, assumes he must know how to use a handgun right. correctly. Um, and given the fact that we're the only people who know Locke's background, yeah. Everyone like, else assumes he's just a badass, I guess. Right. But I will give Locke that he did seem to know what to do with a gun. Yeah, he, do- he did. And and I guess it's one of those situations where, like, us as viewers may see things differently than yeah. the characters. Because, like, I guess Jack's mostly trusting of Locke mm-hmm. at this point. And, like... We've had a couple episodes in a row now of Locke doing kind of shady things, like knocking right. out Boone and drugging him and all of that. Yeah. And, but, yeah. So that, that to me seemed like kind of a questionable decision. And then like on the complete flip side, like with Sawyer, to us, it's like, well, Sawyer's probably trustworthy. He plays the villain. He, so he pretends to be the bad guy, but he probably wouldn't actually harm anyone. Yeah. But, like, to Jack, like, it's like, why are you giving Sawyer the gun? You've never trusted him at all. And, like, then when Sawyer brings up the extra gun in the whole Marshall situation, Jack says, oh, and you missed, you shot and missed, like, against Sawyer's character. It's like, like but you gave him the gun. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't give Kate the gun. Right. Which Which would have been me, a good idea. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to give somebody a gun, you're, you should give it to Kate. Yeah. The, She's, she'd like, be the second choice after Saeed. Oh, Saeed yeah. is obviously Saeed, yes. the one you arm. And the right. show didn't even bother showing like, Jack go to Saeed because obviously yeah. <laughs> Saeed yeah. is the man. Yeah. But yeah, after that, and I mean, I guess Jack doesn't know that much about Kate's past, but obviously she's been trustworthy on the island since then. She knows how to, like, I think by now he knows she knows how to use a gun, right? Like, yeah. Well, not everybody may know that, but he does. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, well, I guess uh, I say she's been trustworthy, but then again, whatever the case may be, she tried to use everybody to get her little toy airplane. So who knows? <laughs> maybe maybe Jack's justified in not doing that, but the Sawyer decision seemed weird to me. Yeah. Anyway, but, 
his choices there don't actually hurt them, really. No. Everybody does their job. Nobody really fires uh, who has given a gun anyway. Right. <laughs> now, which, you know, where'd the sixth gun come from? Oh, did it, it actually makes it, they, they make it fairly clear in the episode. They, or I guess they, they don't do a good job putting it together, but like you can figure it out while it's going on. So, so they do this plan to capture Ethan, right? They've yeah. got Claire out there as bait, which Claire agreed to because she doesn't yeah. like being out of the loop or feeling responsible for Scott's death and stuff since yeah. poor Scott of Scott and Steve yeah. is killed. Uh, but then Jack r- runs up and tackles Ethan, right? And then he loses his gun. Oh. There's a shot of his gun actually being pushed out away. kind of. It. So that's oh. what happens. We don't see Charlie. Okay. Yeah. I thought there. Were, I thought they all had a gun because I thought. Um, yeah, Charlie. For did some not. reason, I thought I saw Jack with a gun on Ethan when he was like on his knees. No, he didn't have a gun. It, once they started tussling, <laughs> there was no gun. Uh, yeah. Charlie ended up picking it up and killing Ethan for no good reason other than vengeance. Well, protect well, Claire, I guess. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, I. Given given the flashback, mm-hmm. I can see why why he's so desperate to prove himself and that mm-hmm. he can protect Claire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not a smart move. Not not a good move. Not a, no. Just... Um, and he says like, well, he wouldn't have told us anything anyway. But you know, they don't know that. <laughs> right. You know, we've got. We've got the communications officer. <laughs> yeah. Um, who, who... Who maybe doesn't want to torture people anymore, but uh, might you know. make an exception on Ethan. Yeah. E- also, a weird thing about Ethan, too, like, you know, they really stress up until now how super strong he is, but Jack kind of just beats the crap out of him. I know. It's <laughs> like, what the hell happened to the Ethan of the episode after Claire gets taken? Yeah. Or even earlier in this episode where he, like, grabs Charlie and just holds right. him up and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of weird that he was so easily beaten up. But So maybe it wouldn't have been that hard to hold captive. Like, that would be the other argument for why Charlie would kill him, right? Like, that, that they're he... worried to get away and take Claire or hurt right. her. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charlie says he does it just because he deserved to die. Right. <laughs> maybe Which... not the best justification. <laughs> You're like, eh. That's, yeah, it's not exactly <laughs> the greatest justification. It might not be untrue. Yeah. But I I still think that they shouldn't be letting their guard down at the end of the episode like they do because yeah. they're called the others. Right. If Plural, that's what he is. Like, we assume you know, he's... Like, <laughs> who is... So so, how did I, how did uh, Ethan dying make you feel then? Did you feel like happy, like yeah, they got him, or was it like frustrating, like we what could yeah, we have learned or was, what? Well, not necessarily what what. Well, yes, what could we have learned, mm-hmm. like where, like about about Ethan and where he came from, but also. You're not doing yourselves any favors because the 
people that took Claire still don't have Claire, and Ethan said they were gonna kill one person every night that they didn't get Claire. Yeah, yeah, like like so, capturing or killing Ethan would stop them, right? Yeah, like that does not make any sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I I I think you're probably right <laughs> about that. It doesn't like, doesn't make a lot of sense that that would yeah. fix all their problems. Because it never because they when Scott died when Unless, Scott got killed they never like made it explicitly clear that it was Ethan that did it. Yeah, he ju- whoever it was Someone just came, came from, from the, the water. water, which is interesting too. It's which, like, where are these people? You know what? Um, didn't it, they didn't actually address the fact. That Boone fell asleep on the watch. Yeah, not really. So like they uh, they automatically jumped. Again. They yeah they automatically jumped to um, to eat them coming from the water. But if Boone wasn't on watch, mm-hmm. maybe maybe they didn't. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, we don't know where they came from. Yeah, and. Uh, we don't really know if it's even they, really. Like, right. Ethan indicated it was. Or, I, he didn't really, though. Oh. He said, I I need Claire. Like, he, I yeah. don't think he ever referred to a yeah. group. And, yeah, we don't know if he's one of the others or if he's something else or what. Right. But, yeah. I will say, watching, watching this season uh, just week by week, as opposed to just, like, binging through it. Yeah. It does make you feel different about certain things. Where, like, to me, it, with this, it was more frustrating watching it this time. Both knowing where it's going and also knowing, you know, like, we're just one episode a week where it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, I just want more. I want to get past. Like, there are things that they yeah. might have learned from Ethan from, like, two seasons from now. <laughs> but they blew it. <laughs> and I don't know. It's, yeah. it, I'm just curious how... How it's been for you, because the way I watched this season the first time was very different. It was just, like, burning through it episode after episode. Which surprises me. I know. I don't do that with many shows, but this one played really well that way. Yeah. Um, I I will say that I I want to. I want to (laughs) immediately watch the next episode Mm -hmm. and and get get these things figured out, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. We got weeks to go. (laughs) I kind of like... Taking a break and taking yeah. it in. And, yeah. You know. Yeah, it can go both ways, I think. Uh, certain shows, having the time to discuss and th- talk about them. And, like, that, with Lost, it was definitely that way, too, where every week you'd get that episode, then the internet would go crazy about it and just yeah. talk about Like, and this was before, really, people talked that much about TV on the internet. Like, Lost really blew it up. Yeah. And, yeah, it became, like, an online water cooler. <laughs> people with theories. Good and, job, Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof. Yeah. Yeah, they and they kind of egged it on too. They had like a podcast every week where they would talk about their show and oh, really? the thing, new things, and they tease the audience about stuff a little more, give like tiny, tiny clues, and mm. yeah, got him in trouble a few times just because uh, people figured it out. Well, or or like Lindelof would make promises about the show where people <laughs> would hold him to it, and then later they'd change course or not do it, and they'd be like, "Well, you said this." Yeah. <laughs> Then he, yeah, he still gets shit about it all the time. <laughs> anyway, going back to the show. Yes. So Claire's okay with Charlie killing Ethan. Yeah. She uh, she remembers peanut butter in some vague sense. Yeah. Which you know was a moment you you Aww. liked. It was. 
Yes. And, uh, yeah, she wants to trust him, she says. So even though right. he kept information from her, he was doing a protector, she wants to trust him, and yeah. th- they reconnected pretty quickly I'm in this episode. pretty, well, you know what, when two <laughs> people are meant to be together, <laughs> things happen quickly. Uh-huh. No disagreements. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, really the only subplot, and it's not even that much of a subplot this week, I had was Jin and Sun. Right. And it's mostly just them being like, well, we're on the outside of this. Jin in particular has no idea what's going on. Right. And he's, uh, and he's kind of angry at Charlie. Yeah. Because he's the reason that he got attacked and yeah. got knocked out. It's like, I don't, I don't have anything to do with what these people are doing. Yeah. Like, Sun is like, well, maybe they can help us understand. Maybe, you know. Yeah. And, and Jin's like, Psh, I got attacked with the one of them. Yeah. Screw them. Yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird thing to throw into this episode because it's so minor and has such little to do with it. And, like, usually right. usually this, like, is, they do this kind of thing because next week then it would be a Jin and Son episode. But it's but, not. Right. <laughs> it, well, there's I, one coming, but not next I week. like... Uh, I still liked it, though. I still yeah. liked that they shed some light. Because I feel like there are a lot of times that Jin and Son both get overlooked mm-hmm. in a lot of the episodes. Yeah. So to have them... Like, it's... Yeah. This episode is kind of about... It was about two characters that they don't really focus on that much. So to have... A subplot with two other characters that they don't really focus on very much. It yeah. was kind of a nice episode. Yeah. All right. You know. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, I'm with you. <laughs> so what else do you have to say about this episode? Was there um, much that I, we haven't gotten to? No. I think I think we covered everything that I had. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All my other notes are just the small things like... Uh, you all, everybody playing in the bar while Charlie's picking I, up Lucy. I kept waiting for, um, waiting for him to mention something about it to Lucy, uh-huh. um, but he never did. No, nope. like, uh, it's, it's assumed she knows who Drive Shaft is, and that's their song. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's they mention the golf course again. There must be a lot of golf going on off screen. <laughs> I think there is. Everybody brings up the golf where, course. Where the other like twenty or twenty five survivors? That's <laughs> yeah. that's just what they're doing. The rest of them aren't having all this drama with yeah. weird online island mysteries. They're just like, hey, we're on like a pretty island with a golf course. Let's just golf and hang out until we get rescued. That's yeah. I think that's they're like ah, oh, these other people have it taken care of. We'll, we'll just relax. Yeah. Yeah. Then we've got our Hurley's eulogy, which is maybe not the best eulogy. No. <laughs> poor Scott talking about... I'm sorry, we always called you Steve. Right. <laughs> oh, man, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how to end these. Yeah. Because, you know, he'll get better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> more people dying. Oh, don't tell me more people die. Uh, it was six seasons, you know. Someone else will die. <laughs> no, I just don't want it to be Charlie. Yeah. So uh, I I didn't really have any mysteries solved or introduced. Uh, no. Not really. It, no, because they put an end to Charlie that. Charlie ruined the mystery of Ethan. Yeah. You can't solve that one now. Yeah, I mean, I guess we can ask about like 
you know, how the others are getting around to the beach and stuff, or, or like, uh... Or how, yeah, how they... Or does he have some, is he super strong, or is he normal, or what? But, But, yeah, nothing really learned there. mm Mm-hmm. So that might be it for this week, uh... Very short episode feels. Yeah, yeah, I think I think this was a short one, because, uh, like, we talked about it a little bit ahead of time, uh, fairly straightforward the last few weeks, uh, you know, one big central plot line, and then yeah. just, like, a tiny, tiny bit of subplot. So We need more subplot. <laughs> it makes our podcast longer. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's all right. It's yeah. okay if it's a little shorter. Yeah. And, you know, as the season goes on, you know, you start to get the beats a bit more. There's less to talk about overall feel and love the show because it's pretty established now mm-hmm. and uh yeah yeah i guess we'll uh, be back next week with outlaws all right i think i'm right you think you're right i think you're, i'm right you're guessing it's a sawyer episode. guessing it's a sawyer episode. It's a sawyer episode so next week we'll find out if reba is correct about the central character of an episode called outlaws